everybody. It's Robin, uh, Robin Larrabee. I am the GEG leader for South Florida. We have a really, really exciting broadcast today. We have Jared Johnson. He's the GEG leader from South Carolina. He is also a Google certified trainer. He's a Google certified innovator. He is the digital learning coach. He did the coaching, the Google for Education coaching program pilot program called the DLP. He's amazing and he is going to answer all of your questions about the coaching program. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. There you go, Darren. Uh, Jared. <laughs> Darren. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's funny. All right, hello everybody. And let me, there we go, get my screen back. Oh, my screen disappeared. I just need your screen back so that I can put it up there. And let's see. There we go, sit back. Yes, all right. Ah, well, yes, like Robin said, my name is uh, Jared Johnson, and um, why am I here and presenting on the Google for Education Certified Coach? Uh, it is because I have lived the program since its inception in 2017 when it was known as the Dynamic Learning Project. Uh, my school um, was one of 50 selected to participate in the initial program, and it has been life-changing ever since. Robin, you know, said I was a, a, an innovator, a trainer, all the, a GEG leader. And really, I owe that all to the Dynamic Learning Project and my mentors and my PLN that, that grew out of that project that really motivated me um, and pushed me to go further in my learning and in my uh, Googliness. Um, you can follow my Twitter. My Twitter handle is off, on the screen and on the presentation at edtech underscore Ology, and uh, let's go ahead and get started. So you may not be familiar with the Dynamic Learning Project or DLP. You might have seen it around, um, but, was, but weren't sure about what it was. Well, think of it like the original trailer to, uh, to Avengers. Remember when Nick Fury said there was an idea to, put to, to bring together a group of people or remarkable people um, to do something more? Well, that's kind of like the Dynamic Learning Project and what they did. It was a partnership between Google for Education, Digital Promise, and EdTech team. And so together, they created this, this wonderful program that really revolutionized coaching for, for myself and for many other coaches that were part of the program. My background was I was a tech coach or have been a tech coach now for 10 years. And when I first started out, I was more of a technician. And then I moved into more of a stand and deliver PD, like here's an app, this is how you use it. And then see you later. And so the dynamic learning project and the coaching model that came with it really revolutionized um, for me personally, the way I coached and really brought that personalization to it. And the mission for the dynamic learning project was to improve educational equity 
by empowering teachers to leverage technology in transformative ways. And equity is the is the big piece. It's closing that digital that excuse me digital divide, that secondary digital divide. Because we all live in um, in a world in, in schools now where all of our kids have devices, whether personal devices or district purchase devices, whether it, you know it's a cart or one to one. Um, so we've closed one digital divide where students have access. But the question is, is it equitable in what teachers are doing with the technology? And so the project, Dynamic Learning Project, was really all about leveraging technology in transformative ways. But what does that mean? Well, that means that students should be able to select re relevant technology to their learning. So by themselves, they should be able to say, this is the technology tool or the, what I need to do with technology to do what I need to accomplish. They should be able to collaborate, develop their collaboration skills, develop their communication skills, creativity and innovation, their critical thinking, those, you know, the four C's that we're all familiar with. And then probably the biggest one and the most hard, the hardest one to accomplish is developing that agency, getting the students to really take responsibility for their learning and to bring that that drive, that that passion of wanting to continue to learn um, into into student learning. Because you know, apathy is a is a big problem, uh, especially for in education. And I'm at a middle school. I forgot to mention that actually. I am a digital learning coach at Gilbert Middle School uh, in Gilbert, South Carolina, which is part of Lexington School District One. Um, and so that's where that's where I'm I'm at uh, in my career right now um, with the project. So when the project was developed, we really got to learn from the best group of people around. And so Jenny Magara, uh, uh, she was kind of the, the head of it and still it plays a re really big role in it um, today. But we had a book study with. Her book, Courageous Adventures, if you haven't been able to pick that up yet, I definitely um, encourage you to do so. It's a great book, a lot of fantastic resources, and we're even doing a book study about that that we'll get to a little bit later. Um, but Jenny's book and, and Jenny herself were the, the driving force of the training. And then through the process, we had you know some really great mentors and contacts within Google. So some of these faces you see here on the screen might be familiar to you, um, Heather Dowd, Dee Lanier, uh, Rachel Swanson, all these all these wonderful people that you see on the screen really were instrumental in the success of the Dynamic Learning Project and what it has turned into today, which is the Google Coaching, um, Google for Education uh, Coaching Program. And so the challenge, the challenge we face as coaches is, is trying to shift teacher practice and that's hard so you've probably if you've been in the coaching curriculum you may have seen this graphic before but you know trying to get teachers over over that hump is a it's a really big one so we all can identify those early innovators in our schools and those early adopters those people are like me me i want to try try the next big thing but then the biggest hurdle is trying to get those those other ones those ones that are over the chasm there those early early majority or late majority and of course those those laggards that try to try to do that so how how do we shift the teacher practice because it is it is hard and i've been doing you know this model um that i'm talking about today for three years and it's still a challenge um to get over this hump and to bring everybody over uh to the light side if you're a star wars fan 
So how do we shift teacher practice across every classroom for every student? That's the, that's the big question. Well, how you do that is through coaching. Um, this slide was given to us, I remember the very first day um, when we were all brought together at Google headquarters as part of the pilot program. And this was one of the very first slides that we saw. And it is, the, what is coaching? And I have printed this out. I have framed it. It hangs in my office. Um, and that is the act of helping teachers and their students tackle challenges by implementing tech-based and innovative strategies. And I've kept that you know, close to my heart. I look at this all the time. This is my driving force when, when things get tough. You know, it's remembering what coaching, coaching is. And so to answer that question, you know, how do we, how do we move teachers? Well, it is coaching. It is that one-to-one -one personalized coaching. So you can see here, the percentage of teachers who regularly implement new strategies and practices in the classroom, it's 99% of them is because of coaching. It is being there with them. It is meeting with them, trying to figure out what their challenges are, supporting them, whether that's co-teaching, data collection, um, or just celebrating their wins and their failures. All of that helps encourage teachers to really take on those transformative uh, methods and really to push them to be innovators. So when I first started, it was all about practice. Here's an app. Here's how to do it. Okay. Everybody got that? It's like, good, good. All right. You know, you know how to use it. All right. Goodbye. Have a great day. And that's changed so much. And really in the last three years, I can tell you this works. This really does work. Um, I have seen it from where, you know, I was used as a, hey, my printer is broken. Hey, my projector is broken. Um, or, you know, hey, can you show me that new app? How, how does that work? To, you know, Jared, I need you. I have this problem. I have this challenge. I really, I need you in my classroom. Can you help me? And just, and seeing that, that small, that growth over the last three years has been, has been fantastic. And so the DLP has now given away to Google for Education's coaching curriculum. It is a challenge-based coaching model. Um, it is more of a DIY kind of service. So you know, you as you are the one interested in you know improving your coaching skills. So you're going to do the curriculum. You're going to do everything that you need to do, and then get certified at the end. Um, I was lucky enough to participate in the in the project and, and had more of a, of a support. But the good news is there are a lot of people out there that can support you with it. But again, it's a co co uh, can't talk challenge based coaching model. It is ISTE aligned. So um, that is a big deal that it is the aligned seal of alignment for ISTE. So if you're a big ISTE fan like me, that that badge, that seal of approval is going to be very, very important. So it does align to ISTE. So let's talk about the coaching model. So the coaching model, if you haven't seen it yet, is a circle. So it's a cycle. It's a circle. And so you start off with helping the teacher identify and understanding their challenge. And they could have lots of challenges. And a lot of teachers may come to you with a lot of challenges. And some may come to you without knowing what their challenge might be. Um, but you're going to meet with them. You're going to discuss it with them. You're going to investigate. You're going to select a strategy that could work and don't be afraid if those strategies don't work and tell the teacher, don't be afraid if those strategies don't work. I can tell you in a coaching cycle, I've done up to at least five different strategies and sometimes they're successful by the end of the cycle. 
Sometimes they're not, but that's all part of coaching. The teacher's still willing to take risks to this day, and I count that as a success. So what it looks like here, and, and some ways to kind of work through this, and, and the coaching curriculum um, does have that, and we will link that uh, in the chat for you if you haven't been to the teacher center recently to take a look at the curriculum. But to help teachers identify that challenge is one of the ways I have found is the Bright Jam protocol. That has been a great resource. It's found in Jenny's um, uh, book on how to do that. But that's a great way to get those conversations started with teachers on what their challenges could be to get them to think really about what challenges they want to focus. Then investigating possible strategies. So during the dynamic learning project, um, the mentor coaches and ed tech team developed this fantastic strategy menu. So you can really dig deep into what kind of strategies might help with the challenges those teachers might have. Then you discuss with the teacher, you know, what that personalized strategy might be. And again, don't be afraid if that doesn't work the first time. And then implementing that and then reflecting upon it at the end. And this is um, what they call the meet, visit, meet cadence. Oh, forgot I put that graphic in there. Um, this graphic was done by Rachel Swanson, who was one of our mentor coaches um, during the project. And so this is a, oh, I need a shorter link. I didn't create a shorter link. Sorry, Becky. I'm seeing the, the chat. Um, but we'll get that for you. But this was a really neat graphic that was created by, by Rachel on what innovation across that curve looks like. But the meet, visit, meet cadence. So this is the most important part of the cycle. And this was one of the biggest challenges to me. And I apologize for my kids screaming in the background. Um, pleasures of working at home. But the meet, visit cadence. So you got to repeat this a lot through the cycle. So when you're thinking of a cycle with a teacher, your cycles can last anywhere between four and eight weeks, sometimes a little more, sometimes a little less. But we try to I have tried in the past and found success with trying to block them off within a nine week grading period. If you're in the United States, it's uh, like a nine week grading period. And you want to build in time at the beginning, at the end to prep and, and to debrief and analyze the results of that meet. So around, you know, five to seven weeks. But it's really meeting with that teacher, setting that goal, doing those classroom visits. And those classroom visits can just be data collection, seeing what the students are doing. Um, for the teacher while she's teaching. You can then also co-teach. I love co-teaching. Um, so you can do that kind of stuff or you can teach the lesson and the teacher observes and watches the kids and see what they're doing. Um, and then you wanna follow up right after that. So, you know, as a coach, calendar is going to be your best friend and trying to figure out where and when and all the puzzle pieces that get put together um, for this. But that meet, visit, meet, meet cadence is probably to me personally the most important part of this coaching model. Because if you if you fail in this part of it, your coaching cycle is going to fall apart. Um, and believe me, I've lived that model where I have slacked off, or the teacher has slacked off, and then the the cycle kind of falls apart because that meet, visit, meet cadence wasn't um, honored. So the best way to do it is to stay organized. Um, how do you stay organized? Well, you can do it through Google Drive and the coaching curriculum shows you a couple different ways of staying organized. So in the past, when we first started out, Google Drive, I had a Google Drive folders with each teacher's name on it and the cycle that they were in. And then I kept documentation of when we met, what the challenge was, the strategies that we tried 
website and any data that was collected into it. Um, later on in the in the pilot, we did have a, um, a hub or a coaching uh, coaching platform or app where you can uh, where we can log things like that. That doesn't exist anymore, but um, there is a free one out there, and I believe her name is uh, Suzanne uh, Summers, who has created uh, ConnectHub.io. It's currently free, um, but this is a great tool to use as a way as, for an app to be able to collect and organize your coaching documents. And then data collection. So data collection is going to be very important, and the curriculum talks to you about how to create your own DIY data collection. When I was part of the program, um, Digital Promise did a lot of that data collection, but now, you know, just like everybody else, I'm going to have to do it on my own. So the best way to do that is doing some long forms or short forms using Google Forms. And um, you can do them in the before the cycle starts. You can do it in the middle or at the end, um, or all three of them. Definitely the beginning and the end is the, the big ones. But you're going to need that data collection. You're going to need that data collection for when you submit your application to the program. But also, it's good to prove to you know the higher ups in your in your school or your district that this model is working and where you experience some challenges and where the successes are so really that data piece is, is very important um with it now the question thank you amanda for making putting those bitlies in i appreciate that um, the question is, how do you get teachers excited how do you get teachers excited about the program well Couple of things. So when we first started out, we did whole school activities. So we made a promo video about the way coaching was going to change, and we had music, and we did all this great, exciting stuff. As you can see, we decorated our our little theater. We also did whole group icebreakers, where we had all the faculty in the cafeteria, and we went through all these different icebreaker activities again to bring that excitement, to bring on that collaboration um, with the teachers. And then we also did a whole school gripe jam, which was very important to get teachers to start thinking about that process. You know, right before the school year starts, what are they gonna be their biggest challenges? And right now in the pandemic that we're in, they're gonna be a lot of challenges. My teachers have already come to me with some challenges that I'm still trying to, to think through myself. So this is gonna be an interesting year for, for that kind of stuff. Um, another couple ways to get people excited are launch parties. I love having launch parties, and I actually learned learned this a from Google and from another another coach in the district, where ice cream, pancakes, food, whatever it might be, are great ways to kick off a cycle and to end a cycle. So you send out an invite to your teachers. You get you know the the number of teachers that you want, which you know, usually I max out about eight. That's about all I can I can handle in a normal year. Um, we'll see what this this upcoming school year will be. But having those launch parties, so come to, come to my room. Let's have some ice cream. Let's have you know some pancakes. Let's let's chat. Let's talk. Let's have some camaraderie uh, before the cycle begins. And then at the end of cycles, again, it's the same thing. You know, you want to celebrate. And and at the end of the cycles is where you really want to celebrate teacher successes. Um, and so I have created badges that I gave out and put on teachers' doors for things that they were able to accomplish um, during their coaching cycle. So maybe that's using HyperDocs for high-impact learning or doing the SAMR model and trying to get them from substitution to augmentation. And that might be just using Google Slides instead of paper. 
Um, or those teachers that are really the high flyers, those innovators and getting them to really redefine what they're doing in their classroom. So if they love, teachers love badges, I love badges. And so you can decorate their doors with them. It's a great way to show um, their success to everybody else in the building because I will tell you the teacher across the hall is gonna be like, um, what's that, what's that mean? Why, why, why does she have that? How can I get that? Oh, you can get that by joining me on the next coaching cycle. Um, but you could also do, like I said, you can do uh, treats, sweet treats during at beginning, middle and end. I love doing uh, uh, treats for teachers. I've also gotten companies to contribute um, time and money to my coaching cycle. So I've done 15 minute chair massages from a local chiropractor's office that has come in for those teachers that have completed cycles with me. I've done gift cards to the car wash or to local restaurants. So that's a really great way to, to kind of get your business, businesses in your community to help contribute because as coaches, we don't make a lot of money. Sometimes school budgets can't afford to give us money. So use your resources out in your community to try to get those little gifts and, and things for teachers to, to really to celebrate um, what they do and what they can accomplish. Um, Twitter is a great way. Our district believes in using Twitter to tell our story. So Twitter has been a big tool for me in celebrating teacher successes. So I'll go in the classroom, I'll take pictures of what the teacher is doing, what the students are doing, and put that out there. If you search the hashtag um, DLP coaching, you can see all the coaches that have participated in the DLP program and all the cool things that they have they have done out there. All right, so the biggest question I've gotten from people is, how do you get your administration support? Or what are some best ways to get your administrators on board? I was lucky and part of the program was our administrators were with us. So they lived the, the institutes with us. They were trained along with us. They also had their own special trainings. But now with the, the program, the way it's designed now, it's more DYI. So you're gonna have to have those conversations with your principal about being utilized maybe in a different way or changing the way you have been utilized and really scheduling the intentional meetings with your principal. And in fact, I have a special guest with me today. I hope he's still on here. There he's coming in. Um, this is my principal, Dr. Benji Reichard, and he uh, was part of the program. I wasn't at his school when we began the program, but I'm at his school now. Um, but Benji, what what has the what has the challenge based coaching model meant for you and and your building? Well, I'll, I'll tell you the the first and foremost, the DLP had a great plan for rolling out the pilot by including administrators, the principal, along with their coach. You know, I already had a good relationship with my coach, but spending that time together, learning alongside each other, you were there, and so I knew you too. But mm -hmm. uh, that was a great plan, and it really just set the stage for the beginnings of changing the culture in our school. We had always utilized our coach and knew that our coach was valuable, but really now having a plan and the DLP really providing a coach for the coach helped guide us. And they had so many wonderful resources and ideas. And it really just started, as I said, started transforming that culture in our building to one of yeah, we have a coach and, you know, sometimes they fix my printer and sometimes they help can help me with applications to, I need my coach to help me fix this challenge or solve this challenge. And we really very quickly started using that phrase, 
the culture of coaching. And we still talk about a culture of coaching at our school. Uh, and, you know, I'll just, I got to brag on you guys. All, I'm, I'm reading the comments. So, you know, this, we're proud to have Jared, you know, I had a wonderful DLT or DLC, excuse me. Um, when we started this program and she relocated, we were sad to see her go. So I wouldn't say that we went after Jared, but it was certainly, um, definitely in our worked well for us. We had the opportunity to bring Jared on. Uh, everything that you're hearing of him is is true. He, he does some wonderful work in our building. Yeah, and and yeah, building that culture is definitely. I don't. I know. I wasn't with at your school when it first started, but I know at the school I was at, which is in the same district, building that culture was a little bit of an up uphill battle um, because we were able. We we had to change the way we coach because we at the time we were noted we were known as technology integration specialists so that kind of encompassed like you said fixing printers, and and one of those things is like as excited as you are with the model and you want to be like yes let's go and solve these challenges you got to build the relationships first and even though I was in that building a few years or a couple of years ahead of the, the model, I still had to go back in and, and build those relationships and build that trust. Um, so if that meant fixing a printer, fixing a projector, you know, that was what I would do to start those conversations to say, Hey, would you be interested in trying something new? And so that, that was a big piece of it. Yeah. You know, Jared, I think it was really important too for me as an administrator to make sure that our faculty knew that I recognize the importance of coaching and coaching cycles and, and what that DLC can contribute to the classroom and to the student experience. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, really I, we started using our, and you know, this, we started using our coach as part of our leadership team. I mean, so when we are, when we have our weekly meetings and we might not necessarily be talking about technology, but it's still instruction and in what's going on in our building. I value your opinion just as I value the opinion of our other. And I think, again, that sends that message to our teachers that one, we're working as a team mm -hmm. and that, you know, we're all here for the same purpose and that's just to support them and their work with their students. And I know, and the DLP kind of really, really changed that. I, I know um, for me and the, and the principal I had at the time when we began this, this really kind of bonded that relationship. So, you know, it really, the principal that, um, when we first started, he was kind of new to the building. So we really didn't, we had a relationship, but we didn't really bond. And so the DLP really, you know, between our conversations as a coach and as a principal really helped, you know, get those conversations, that bond, that trust going with administration. And like Benji said, we were all there together. So it was kind of neat because all the principals got to know all the coaches. And so that was that was a neat experience too to show that hey you know we're all in this all in this together. You know it's really good you know for for us to be able to go in when we're conducting observations, just those walkthroughs. We see a challenge, we have a conversation with a teacher, and we can make a suggestion of you know you might want to consider or can I would I might can we put you in touch with Jared or get the two of you together. That's because. Our, you know, Jared and the previous DLC built such good relationships. The teachers don't necessarily see that as a threatening kind of thing. It's just like, oh, okay, sure. And so really it's been because they see that we have this good relationship, you know, it's very easy for us to, if we see a teacher having a challenge to have a conversation and then encourage, suggest um, working through a coaching cycle. Mm 
and then, and then we of course see the results. Mm -hmm. and that's right. Uh, Dr. Jackson said technology integration um, includes the seamless blending of content and technology, and that's that's very true. And I know one of the one of the blessings we have in our school district is that you know not only do we have digital learning coaches in our secondary schools, but we also have um, content uh, coaches or you know instructional coaches too. So it's great to be able to work with the instructional coach at my school and, and together and with our administration team be able to kind of blend things together. Because as a coach, you know, I taught social studies, so I don't know algebra. I really don't know the mechanics of, you know, ELA. And so, you know, having having a, an instructional coach alongside with you can really help blend that all that together, the, the pedagogy, the curriculum, the technology, and it, it can be really beautiful. Yeah, that's, coaching that's, team. Yeah, you know, I'll agree with you, Jared. That's been one of the really nice uh, pieces of this that I didn't anticipate is that it really brought our our digital coach close to our instructional coach, and working as a team, you know, helping each other out. And that was kind of a nice. I didn't see that one coming, and uh, it's been really, really nice. And uh, again, again, that all works for the betterment of our school. It does. It does, and you know. Every everybody's school district should uh, should have that. If you don't try try to have it. <laughs> you know, and again, as an administrator, I just I think that, and I know most people do this, but if if administrators aren't working closely with their coaches, they're they're missing out on a great opportunity. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, again, having that relationship, you know, being able to have to. For the teachers to be able to see that is really, really important because they understand it as the administration sees this as important and you know, that helps. It does. And, and would, would you say that's kind of the case across the district for the most part, the, the principals and their coaches really do have a great relationship and, and really work together to, for the benefit yeah. of their schools. That's exactly right. You know, the, the, so the four of us, the four schools were in that first group. Um, we're, we're, I mean, we're all tight, but this group of four schools that originally started it, very tight. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's, yeah, it's it is it definitely, you can tell who's been through it. I know it was one of those things we all kind of shed a tear when they announced the end of the dynamic learning project. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> as, as great as the as the certified coach program is going to be or, or is currently, it was like one of those things where you're like, oh, but you have the relationships. And that's that's a good part. Like you said, the, the bond between the four original schools, especially, and then the bonds as coaches that we were able to to have with other coaches across the states. has been a fantastic resource, too. Yeah, I agree. You know, I've, I've been doing this a long time and, and of all the things that I've seen come and go. In education, this is the one that has probably had the more lasting impact on me as an administrator, as a teacher. And you're right, you know, I just I just started thinking about that. You know, I know coaches from other schools and other districts through this program. I'm following on Twitter. I mean, that's it's all up coming out of this. So you know, and I you know you, you mentioned we were all sad when we knew that DLP was going away. My first question to you was, so what happens next? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What happens next? What happens? What's going to go on? But the, but everything that we've learned and will continue yeah. to, to, to do is, yeah, the, the impact is there and it, and it will continue. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I, I know one of the funny things this morning, um, side story for everybody, we as a district are doing professional learning for our teachers as we gear up for the coming school year. And so um, one of the teachers at, at Gilbert Middle started nicely sing, singing my praises in the chat. And one of the teachers said, oh, you and your coach must have a really great relationship. That, that's, that's so great. You must have known him for a long time. And she goes, no, he's new to the building. <laughs> Yeah. And so that to me was, you know, that meant a lot that, you know, because I, I was brought, you know, long, short story, of, I was brought on in February. So and then in March, we were in, you know, uh, distance learning because of the pandemic. So it was kind of a quick try to get to know everybody as, as fast as, as I can. But I had good I had good foundations because I worked really well um, with Benji's previous coach that was there. She and I, because again, the four the four of us that were part of the original program really did bond, and we did a lot of things together. So we were helping each other uh, at each other's schools, and so that really kind of helped teachers really see the value in the way the coaches interacted with each other across buildings. Absolutely, that was great. Georgina, Georgina says, Dr. Reichert, if you could give a piece of advice to upcoming instructional Google EC coaches, what would you advise them? Well, you know, again, I think go back and build that relationship. You know, don't take no for an answer. Your, your principal and your administrators really need to be uh, on board with this. You're going to need their support. Um, they need to know what you're doing. I mean, they, you can't do this in isolation. So yeah, if, if I were a coach, getting ready to, to take on this challenge, I'm going to make sure my principal is aware. My principal knows what it's about and knows what the outcome will be. I mean, that's what, for me, why would I want to know this? Well, because it's going to help our students. So, you know, again, you know, make sure your, your principal is aware of what's going on and what your plans are and what you're going to need from them. Bonnie wants to know if she can go work at our school. Absolutely. We're always looking. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It is Gilbert Middle School in Gilbert, America, South Carolina. Yeah, it's a, it, you know, it, we, it's, it's very special. And again, I, again I, I can't say enough good things about what this program has done, you know, and the, the lasting effects that it's had on our student experience, but just on that overall culture. You know, when, mm -hmm. when, when Jennifer, our previous uh, DLC, left in October, you know, our teachers could not wait when are we going to have a new one? When are we going to have a new one? When are we going to have a new DLC? And then, of course, when they found out it was going to be Jared, it was. I think he was getting uh, emails and phone calls probably before he actually officially started at our school. Uh, they were already yeah. asking for his help. So, yeah, that's right. A relationship is the key. The teachers are seeking coaching. They they want it. Yeah, and that, and again, that's all part of the of the original pilot program and the impact that you know challenge based coaching can have on on the school is like the teachers are hungry for it. they they've seen they've seen what it can do and and report and in fact that you know that really segues really well into what the data says because um, Digital Promise had been collecting the data for the pilot program for a number of years or for the three years. And so they put together an instructional coaching playbook and um, and a year two report from the Dynamic Learning Project. So if you go to their website, and in fact, we'll, we'll link it uh, here in the comments. But really, these are some great resources to take a look at the at what the project did um, in the beginning of what teachers reported, the impact that, you, that they had in schools. Because I know 
just with just with our schools in our district, you know, if you look, you know, over 91% of DLP teachers reported that they were receiving support from their coach. And that you can see that, you know, where where they feel coaching has helped them engage with students. So you can see the breakdown breakdown there. And so, you know, for us, it was fantastic to see that teachers were, were really seeing the benefit of it and that students were really building those collaboration skills, communication skills, trying to be innovative in, in new and exciting ways in that critical thinking and, and agency. And in this day and age where we're, we're heading into a, a hybrid or, or virtual or whatever, whatever it might be, if it wasn't for that pilot program in the beginning and, and, those, and that type of coaching, you know, I really do feel like our students are better equipped to be able to handle their, their collaboration and their communication digitally and then also being innovative. What would you, what would you say, Dr. Riker? I, I agree. You know, it, the, our teachers, the experience they've already had, you know, the student experience, I definitely believe that we it sets them up uh, for a greater opportunity for success in this environment that they were that we're going into now. Um, so yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with you there. And, and the cool thing I, I like too is this when when you're in a classroom, so as a coach, you know, when you leave the classroom as a when you leave the classroom to become a coach, you you lose that that interaction you have with students every day. And then being a coach kind of a lot gives it back to you in a way. And so it's kind of neat when you are you're a guest. When you're when you're a coach, you're a guest in a classroom. But it's really cool when you're working on cycle with a teacher and you're building relationships with those kids. And when you're off cycle or even during a cycle, they will seek you out and say, look, Mr. Johnson, look what, what, what we did or look what I created. And, you know, that's just powerful to me. Well, so I, I'm going to brag on Jared just a little bit here, too. Now, part of the reason why they seek him out to show the things that he's done. He also takes Jared also takes a very big role in our school and seeks out ways to be involved with students from running our news show to creating this weekly um, celebration of things that have happened. You know, so he he really goes. I mean, yes, he's working with teachers and coaching teachers, but he's looking for ways to interact with those students. And they know what he does. And so I mean, that's that's important too. Um, so yeah, little kudos to Jared there. <laughs> well, thank you, boss. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Give me a corner office. <laughs> with a window. Can I get a, can I get a corner office with a window? <laughs> yep. Inside joke, I don't have an office space yet. So <laughs> the school is growing. We're in a growing community, which is fantastic. You know, Gilbert is a fantastic community and it's growing. And because of that, we don't have enough classrooms and office spaces. So I'm homeless at the moment. <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, we're, we're pretty packed. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, is, which is not a bad problem to have. I can, I can work anywhere. I can coach from anywhere. So that's one of the good things. Well, Dr. Reichert, I appreciate you uh, joining in your, in your time. Absolutely. Anytime. And uh, again, uh, I just thanks to Google for everything they've done, Digital Promise, EdTech Team, everybody with the DLP project from the very beginning. Again, it was a, it's was it been great for our school and um, really has changed things. So I uh, appreciate the opportunity to come and say how much I appreciate it and uh, how much I uh, appreciate what you're doing, Jared. Thank you for this. And then what, what's your what's your Twitter handle real quick so people can give you a follow? Okay. It's, it's my last name, 
R-I-C-A, it's at R-I-C-A-R-D-B-D, at Riker D-D. All right. Well, good. Well, thank you so much. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. All right. So we'll try to keep an eye on the time here. Let me... So try not to break things on two screens. That's a, that's a challenge. All right. So, so in 2017, so the project started out with 50 schools and five regions, 50 principals, 50 coaches that affected, you know, 31,000 students and 2,250 teachers. But now that the the program, the Dynamic Learning Project has given birth you can say to the Google for Education certified coaching program that the the future is is going to be big. So those of you that are interested in this program, um, definitely seek it out. If you if you are a coach, this is some great PD to learn about it. Um, Challenge based coaching, the ways on ways that you can implement that in the classroom, and really you know we can affect the world and close that digital divide and and have students using technology in impactful ways. So the Google Certified Coach Program, if you haven't checked it out, it's in the Teacher Center, and I believe the, the link has been put out there, but there are five steps to becoming a certified coach. So number one, I just wanna start out with, it's a journey, not a race. Um, people that we, you know, we communicated with are like, well, how soon do I need to have this completed? And, and you know, it's, you know what, what can I do? I, I wanna be certified right away. It's, it's a it's a journey. It really is a journey. It's you know take it at a leisurely pace, um because number one you want to you want to complete the coaching curriculum. You want to take your time with it. You want to understand it. You know it, I'm three years into this and I'm still learning. I'm still going back and, and reviewing things. Um so you you want to take your time with the curriculum because you want to do it with fidelity. You want to really implement this with your teachers and your school the best way that you can. Once you have done that, then there is a skills assessment that you will need to complete and followed by, you know, making sure you have your level one and level two Google certification. That's always important. If you haven't gotten that, a plug for the global GEG, go back to their boot camps and watch those videos. Um, but then you create a coaching portfolio and then you submit an application that will be reviewed by the, the coaching team and um, they will either provide you feedback or award you with the badge now the portfolio so what you want to do is really i'm talking to amanda who's in the in the chat who's part of the coaching program is you, you want to take your time with it and really if you're going to start let's say the first day of school you might wrap up your coaching cycles and your data collection and all that kind of stuff maybe by winter break or mid-january and then submit the application you want to try to get at least two coaching cycles in um, with teachers to really, you know, make sure you're doing the model really well before you go and you submit that that application. So take your time with it. Take your time with it. It's not, not a race. It's not a race. And then let's see. I see a question. How do regular classroom teachers balance their role with being a tech coach as well? So that's a hard one. So if you are teaching and coaching at the same time, that is going to be a, a big challenge. And so that 
especially in whatever environment you're coming back to school with. So um, I'm not sure it's, it's, it's a challenge, but definitely, you know, if you need think partners, I'm going to show you where you can find some think partners on, on that. And that is, um, so part of the, the original coaching program. So we have DLP coaches out there who are now Google certified coaches. So if you're having challenges as a coach and as a teacher that you really need help with, seek out that support. Um, don't be afraid to seek out that support. There are over a hundred Google certified coaches that were part of the dynamic learning project. So build your PLN, reach out to them. Best ways to do that is to, to reach out on Twitter. If you search the hashtag um, DLP coaching, that will show you a lot of the coaches that were part of the original pilot project. And, you know, you can reach out to them as well. And then let's bring on Becky to talk about another way to build your PLN through Google or the global global gag, GEG, um, open chat. Welcome, Becky. How are you? Oh, I think you're muted. Oh, that would definitely help. Hello. Thank you so much for having me, <laughs> having me join you. Um, I'm actually really excited about this. So I, do you want me to just jump in or? Yeah, yeah, jump in. Let's, let's talk about the, the Google EC open chat that we got going on and the cool book study. Exactly, yeah. So we actually, uh, after Google announced, Google for Education announced this coaching uh, certificate that you could earn, Georgina Dean, who is in the chat. Hey, Georgina. Um, she and I were chatting on Twitter and quickly realized there was a need for building a community, a community of coaches and educators that could come together and go through the application process together. Um, I've been a coach in my district for the past three years. And uh, although I have the other coaches in my district to collaborate with, this is a new way of coaching for me. And I wanted to work with like-minded coaches and educators to learn from them and go through the process because it, like Jared said, it's not just um, apply, hopefully you get it. If not, so be it type of thing. Like it really is a process and an application. So we have an open chat. And it could be very life-changing. I'll just say that. It could be very life-changing depending on your situation. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm looking forward to um, showing this to my district, this video later, once it's no longer live, um, because there's a lot of great things that the program can bring to your school and your district. I'm currently going through the curriculum and working with the other educators in the open chat that are going through the curriculum. And basically we meet once a month, the third Saturday of every month at 9 a.m. Pacific time. So convert that to whatever time you're in. And you can join by uh, signing up. The link is below to sign up and we can also get that in the chat for you. And uh, we have an open uh, Google chat where people can go in and pose questions, uh, challenges, all of that, and support each other as we go through the process. And then there's a shared drive where we're keeping a ton of different resources. And then we also have, like I said, the wonderful Georgina is hosting a book study on Jenny's book, Courageous Adventure. So if you join the open chat, uh, you can get access to also join the book study. So all of that's coming together. Uh, behind the scenes, we also have Bonnie. She's helping with organization 
um, because the group started, like I said, with just a small Twitter chat. And then mm-hmm. next thing I knew, over 150 people were signing up for this. So there's definitely a need for this coaching community. Um, and so Bonnie's helping in the background and Victoria, uh, Vicky's also helping and she's got a wakelet going that we can put information in there as well. So there's a team of us that are either like Jared and uh, Georgina who have gone through the curriculum or like myself, I'm going through it with everybody. But it's it's fun. It's very um, laid back. Yeah. And the, and the other thing is too, I'll make a, I'll make a plug as well. The, um, there are coaching partners as part of the, the Google certified coach um, program. And so I, w- I was lucky enough. We had ed tech team and, and mentor coaches through that, but there are other companies out there that are offering coaching services as well. So, you know, if you feel like you need that extra support and your district's got some, some money or your school's got some money to, to spend, definitely, Definitely look into that because they can help keep you honest and, and keep you on time and, and kind of be that on-call person for you as well. Yeah, I, I'm 100% with you on that. Really, when it comes to coaching, I feel like it is a community effort. Um, you can't take it on by yourself. You need others around you to support, whether um, it's just your site and your admin or a group of coaches. and. I've learned so much in the short time that we've already been together. So I'm looking forward to continue learning more and you can jump in and join the group at regardless of the part of um, the application that you're in. So if you haven't opened it yet, that's fine. If you're already done with it, you've taken the test. Awesome. And, and And it's good to have that, that PLN, that extra support because, you know, especially when school starts and we're living and breathing our own little worlds, um, you know, it, it's good to, to reach out and, and get that support when you really feel bogged down or, or need that help, you know, have, having that PLN through the open chat or um, through Twitter, anything like that. You know, I can't say enough about having having a support team around you. Yes. And a support team who understands this coaching world because it's, yes. it's different <laughs> and in some cases new. It is. Yeah. And then everybody's challenges are a little bit different. And sometimes, you know, with me, I got, you know, other other people in my department. And so, you know, as, as coaches, we're all kind of living and breathing kind of the same air. And so when you're like, oh, God, I just I don't understand. I have a challenge. I have a challenge. And then you can reach out to, to any of us or any anybody out there to part of the, the coaching program and say, hey, what do you think about this? How, how can I? I have a teacher who just will not get on board, Becky. What can I do? She, <laughs> right. she you have the laggers, but she's like way behind the lagger. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it is global, which is super cool because we're not just learning about, or we're not learning with um, each other, you know, just everybody in the United States. It, this is global. We have a lot of people in the UK who right now they're like, coaching's not even a role. We had um, a one member join from Sri Lanka, join our book study this last week, which was, it's amazing just to get all these different perspectives. We learn so much more from each other when we open that door and we open that line of communication. Um, So I'm loving how the chat started so organically and how it's grown so quickly and that there's an opportunity for this. It is. It's, it's a it's a fan, fantastic program. So thank you to Google for 
you know, developing it to a point where now it's a, it's a certified coaching program. It's, it's the uh, certified and it's out there for anybody and everybody to really have that impact um, in their schools, with their community, all of it. Yeah. And sorry, I talk so fast, but I am seriously so excited about this. Like my excitement when this was announced, this coaching certificate went like through the roof. I was like, where's the website? Where, where do I go? I, I want more. And so I just get really excited. With I, all know, I, think I, I feel like I talk really fast, but again, it's excitement and nerves. Cause No, you have that, that calm, cool voice. Mine is like my excitement is going to explode if I don't get it all out in the next two seconds. So... <laughs> <laughs> thank you for thank you for inviting me on today, Jared, and um, sharing the open chat with everybody because it really is an open community. So um, feel free to sign up, and if you sign up and later decide, you know that this isn't my time, uh, based on just your needs, your school needs, you can walk away, come back anytime. We're an open group. And. And also, we want to thank Amanda um, from Google. She's been a fantastic, you know, support with with this chat and and for the program. So we definitely want to give a shout. Oh, there she is! Hi, Amanda. Oh, oh you're on like me. Oh, but did you like my arms pumping while I was on here? <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Surprise!" You guys are so welcome and. Hi everyone, like Jared said, I'm Amanda. I lead the coaching program on Google for Education. And I'm just so excited. Thank you for all of this. I love seeing this PLN. You guys have totally made my day. We couldn't have done it without you. Like really. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not going anywhere. So I know it's crazy times, but I'm so glad that this feels like a helpful resource for all of you as that was certainly our intention, like Jared said, just to build upon our really incredible um, a momentum from the DLP and launched this, as I called it, official certified coach program. And um, we, like May has emphasized also in the chat, are just like really here to help you guys. So if you need anything and you stump Becky and Jared, um, I am also here. And I threw in our program email address as well, just in case you need to find us. And, that, and that's kind of the, the cool thing about, you know, one would have never thought when I started this three years ago that I'd be talking to anybody from Google. <laughs> Right. <laughs> or 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 no Jenny, you know, that's that's the other thing. Like everybody knows Jenny, but it's like I know Jenny. And so, you know, it's just it's just neat just what what the PLN that we've built from it and will continue to build from it, what it can do for people. Awesome. Well, we I feel like that about you guys. When we launched the um, this version of the program, so the certified coach program on June twenty third, I literally sat there and was like, okay, the website's live. Is anyone visiting? Is anyone visiting? <laughs> are they excited? So um, you guys are our heroes and I really appreciate it. Well, thank you. Do we have any questions in, in the chat? We can take a couple questions before we, before we end. Anything related to the program or the chat or just coaching in general? Oh, we have somebody from Bolivia. Thank you so much. That is awesome. Thank you for joining us. See, I love the global stuff. I just, this is cool. I do too. There is a, a little bit of a delay, so there may be questions that people are typing, but there can be a delay. Oh, yes. Yeah. 
I can buy us some time. The only, um, Jared, when you were talking about the curriculum, the only thing I was going to add is that based on actually the feedback that we got from the coaches that we've worked with to date, the curriculum is designed to kind of follow you and your coaching journey throughout the school year. So there are a number of modules for those of you who are just getting started with this, that would be great to complete before your school year begins, no matter what form your school year is taking. And then there, um, that should kind of build. So the modules that you'll find kind of like in the middle of the curriculum are designed to really um, reflect the mindset that you as a coach would also be in towards the middle of the year. And then that will carry through the end. So um, keep us honest if you have any feedback about that approach, but we really tried to design it to be this um, companion resource to you, if you will, um, as you go through the um, dynamic, uh -huh, see what I did there, nature of the <laughs> curriculum. And then I didn't, I, I completely skipped over the part about how do you keep up with your um, coaching certification? Oh yes, okay, so, um, are you asking me, Jared? Do you want me to answer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that like a, a tee up for me to answer? Okay, got it. That was. Um, yeah. I'm catching the ball. I'm now answering. I, I, I missed it. I threw the ball. I got it. No, I got you. I got you. Um, yes. So after you um, officially become a certified coach, so after you've done the curriculum, you've applied, you get a wonderful email from me that says, hello, welcome to the family. I will give you more excited hands. And I really do that a lot. Um, <laughs> then what we're, what we're asking is for coaches to maintain, if you will, their certification by um, coaching at least 100 hours in the following school year. So um, if you're a full-time coach like Becky or Jared, you're doing way more than 100 hours of coaching per school year. But we also recognize that a lot of folks may not have all of their time to do this. And while that would be lovely, we do want to make sure that those wonderful educators who are making an effort to do coaching on a more part-time basis can also be a part of this. And so really that 100 hours is intended to reflect that a coach, as we define it, is spending the majority of their time engaged in coaching activities, but may also be doing other things in your school, for example, teaching a couple of periods in the school day. And there was, uh, a question earlier around uh, just defining the main difference between trainer and coach. And I know that's a Not question. To go there. You're reading my mind, Becky. I, I am. Yeah. Go ahead. Sure. I can take a stab and then we have trainers and coaches on the call. So I would love for you guys to take um, a shot at this too. And May was answering some things in the chat. So um, May is my counterpart for the trainer program. We have thought a lot about this. So um, the I would say starting with the trainer program, I think a bunch of you are even in the chat are trainers as well. Um, that program is primarily designed to help educators deliver really, really amazing group-oriented professional development. And typically that is focused on specific Google tools or products and things of that nature. Um, and most often the educators that we see doing that do have a number of responsibilities. Um, in addition to what when they're delivering that actual group PD. Whereas with the coaching program, what we're really hoping to do is support those educators who, again, have the majority of their school day, whether that be virtual, in-person, or some combination thereof, working one-on-one -on -one with fellow adult learners in their building, so fellow teachers, to help them a, solve a specific classroom challenge like Jared talked about. Really, the way we get teacher buy-in and coaching is by thinking about what teachers actually need help with. 
um, with a technology-based strategy. So um, if I had to then boil it down, I would say trainer more oriented towards that group oriented uh, type professional development, trainer more one-on-one. But that said, we know there are a whole bunch of trainers who are also coaches. So it is um, definitely okay. In fact, encourage for those trainers who want to be able to do both Um, show both great professional development and group settings as well as one-on-one settings to have both badges. We are totally cool with that. And coaching too, just from my experience, will lead into a lot of PD. So you might have a teacher that in order to accomplish your challenge might need to know how to use Google Classroom. And so you can do a PD around that and that'll bring in, you know, other people that are curious. And so that's how I was able to log uh, my trainer hours. It's like, okay, well, I grabbed a small group of people and I showed them how to, you know, do something in docs or classroom or whatever it might be. And that was how I was locking my, my time. Mm-hmm. And just as a trainer for me, like, although yes, I customize the trainings, there are times where it's, I, we need you to come in and teach this tool. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm doing. I'm going in, I'm doing that one time. I'm going to teach this where if I'm coaching, I'm doing that follow-up. It's never a one and done. Training sometimes are a one and done. Coaching, it, unless I'm mistaken, it, it's not possible to be a one and done. If it's a one and done type of session, then that's a training. Yes, exactly. Even if it's two, like if part A and a part B, that's still a training. Coaching, you're solving a problem together and about six to eight weeks. Absolutely. Well, good. Well, we've reached that hour mark. So, um, oh, what is what is Georgina saying here? Let's show these superstars <laughs> some googly appreciation. I love it. Georgina is awesome. This is why we love you, Georgina. That's right, and the hearts too. God, she's an emoji genius. I know. <laughs> Well, good. Well, thank you, everybody. Um, you know, if, if you're not in our open chat, definitely join it. And if you need any help, reach out to Amanda or through the email or myself or Becky. We're all here to help. And any of those other great um, people that are already certified coaches through the Dynamic Learning Project, don't hesitate to reach out to any of them as well. We're all here to build our PLNs and support each other. That's what it's all about. Thanks, everyone. Yes, thank you so much. Have a great night, everybody.